0: still want you hello brother i'm grace hello brother i'm stephanie and this is doppelgangers today we're talking about season six episode 20 of the vampire diaries which is called i'd leave my happy home for you and you can feel us getting to the end of a season because they're moving through shit revealing things Pe- taking cures we're just taking the cure in episode 20 okay why not? Of course, I had to say not next episode last week, so obviously she had to take it this episode. It'll really get you every time with the not the next episode. Every time I say it, I'm like, I'm aware what happens. I'm like, no, this time's different. It does feel like, oh, okay, so we're doing this. Okay, Elena. It's like, oh, now you don't want to give it any more thought. And you know, there's like shit going on. Yeah. And also- you know, not to nitpick Damon's choice of romantic moment. Can't you do it somewhere where she can lay in a bed? Oh, yeah. When she's done? Tell your brother
1: about yes, any mean, major
0: life changes you plan on making, but that's a whole nother don't thing. Even get, we're going we're gonna to talk about that because, ooh, that that would piss me off. That would piss me off. I can't get ahead off. of myself. I can't get ahead of myself. Before we get into it, here's a quick ad. I will start, as always, by reading the synopsis from Vampire Diaries Week. As Alaric and Josette Laughlin, I don't know why they put her full name here, (laughs) reluctantly participate in their bachelor and bachelorette parties, Damon and Elena discuss the ramifications from an impulsive offer that Damon makes. Unsure of what to do, Elena turns to Bonnie and Joe for advice, but is left conflicted when Bonnie raises some unanticipated concerns. Actually, they were very anticipated. Bonnie gave you nothing crazy. When Enzo realizes Lily is on a dangerous downward spiral, he asks Stefan to help intervene before it's too late. Lastly, fed up with the supernatural threats that plague their town, Matt takes his frustrations out on Tyler, while Alaric considers a life-changing piece of advice. Okay. The Matt? Okay. He was more considering it for other reasons. It wasn't really Matt. that Matt happened to say it, and then he had some good reasons to think it. Yeah. We open the episode in Alaric's classroom. He's grading papers. This is the first time in ages we've seen this man doing any work. There's there's no world in which his students are writing papers. He's showing movies in that class. This class is a layup. This thing that he's grading was like people had to draw their favorite tarot card. Everyone's getting an A. Yeah. Rick gets a call from Joe, and he says, "Oh, don't tell me you've bailed on your shift and you're headed here to help me grade papers." And she says, "You know me so well, except for the part that I'd rather be covered in Mrs. Robinson's intestinal bile than grading term papers." Is it that serious? Uh, I'm glad you're a doctor then, because there are a few things I would want to do, like that I would less want to do than be covered in intestinal bile. Yeah. Rick says, I'll take that as a no. And Joe says, I just realized tonight is my last shift as a single woman. I can't wait to marry you. And he says, I am counting the days. It's a little bit unclear. They kind of sound like the wedding is tomorrow, but it's very vague. It's definitely in the coming days. Yeah. I think it's like she's taking some time before the wedding because- It's got to be the finale, not next episode. Cut to it being next episode. (laughs) But come on. (laughs) Joe says, yeah, me too. I'm also counting the days. Rick hangs up. Then someone runs by and the floor creaks. It's like, oh, wow, you haven't been attacked in a while. This is exciting. Yeah. He gets up to like investigate. And the hall is empty, but there's some ominous music playing. So we know something's about to happen. And then we see a bag go over his head. And it's like, oh, kidnapping. Classic. I honestly didn't get there right away. I was like, why would a vampire kidnap him like this? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Who him so So I was like, who is kidnapping him? I I did have a thought of Gemini Coven. I'll say it. Sure. But obviously that wasn't it. And then we go to a hospital. A cop comes in. Or is he? (laughs) And he goes up to Joe and says, Dr. Laughlin. And she says, Yes. And he says, I'm Officer Baker. Is there somewhere private we can speak? What I do love in retrospect, this is not the Whitmore University police uniform in retrospect that uniform is obviously a costume from at halloween <laughs> and this guy is too hot to be a cop yeah it's it's just a fact they go into a private room she's on the clock at a hospital and he's a little bit too much lead up <laughs> for a stripper he's working on his theater degree he actually knows caroline they yeah. got a good deal they got a good deal joe says what's this about officer baker says i'm here regarding professor saltzman I understand you two are engaged to be married. And she says, is something wrong? Like, he's implying that he is dead. This is too yeah. much. This is too weird for a stripper to do. Really getting her in the mood for the stripper show, pretending her husband's dead. Just say you've been a bad girl. <laughs> he pulls out his, well, he pulls his nightstick out of his belt and says, nope. And he puts it down and you can see it's like flashing colorful lights. Before I, before I clocked the flashing lights, I was like, is he going to like, Did he kidnap him and he's beating her to keep her quiet? Like, I was like, what kind of corruption is going on in the (laughs) Whitmore police? Like, I was so far off the point. You're like, hello? I was like, this is not, like, the plot that we've been going with. The cop says, everything is just right. Uh, He pulls his shirt off and Ladies Night starts playing. And Joe says, oh, okay. (laughs) So he's a stripper. Elena and Bonnie run in and they say surprise they have confetti they're throwing around and and that's the entirety of the bachelorette freddie these two girls who she met less than a year ago one of whom she supervises at least elena like she knows elena well because she's worked with her bonnie she probably met like a month ago at most at most and they certainly haven't hung out much but i guess they have you know the shared hate for kai also mind you They're playing ladies night. There's a stripper. There's confetti. They are in the hospital. Someone is dying next door. Someone next door is ringing that call button and it is not getting (laughs) answered. And Joe's like, no, it's okay. The guy who's ringing it doesn't have insurance. I'm not going in there. I've told him. I told him he could lay down, but no one's talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) Joe says, this can't be happening. Girl, it is. Elena and Bonnie are dancing with a stripper. And you know what? I love them. They're having a good time. like these two have fun. Elena and Bonnie say happy bachelorette again. Does this woman have no age appropriate friends? Which I guess is actually why she's with Alert. Because talk about someone who has no age appropriate friends. Yeah. Well, and, you know, she touches on this later. Liv was certainly invited and didn't come. Yeah. Which is good. She would have brought the mood down. Yeah. She's a real hater for sure. She would have been like, you know who I loved? My brother who's dead. Okay. And Joe would be like, that's really not about me. I can't, I can't worry about that anymore. And Bonnie would be like, I actually have beef with you still. We go over to the Salvatore house. The bag gets taken off Rick's head. And he says, what the hell is going on? And Damon, Stefan, and Matt are there. And it's like, Matt? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, it's good. That's Enzo. Because I was like, that makes more sense than Matt. Yeah, at least Enzo and Rick have bonded lately. They had one scene together. (laughs) That's enough bonding for me. Yeah, it counts. Now they're besties, as far as I'm concerned. They all say, happy bachelor party. And they step away and they reveal that the house is full of A bunch of random girls. I have to assume at least some of them are underage. Hundreds of girls. So Matt Davis is not acting when he smiles. He says, this is the best day at work yet. How many of these girls am I going to get to sleep with? And the writer said, Matt, we're only giving you age-appropriate love interests. I can't stress it enough. He's like, I need a party with as many underage girls as you can fit into the Salvatore house. And then gets like, a big house and he's like, I know. He said, I understand the size. Yeah, so this is his bachelor party. Is a house party where it's all girls. Mind you, not once during this bachelor party do one of these men talk to a single girl. They only talk to each other. <laughs> the closest they get is when Enzo thanks the waitress for a jello shot. That's the most connection with the girls that we have. That's the most game any of these men have. They're all in their own little heads. Dream fucking party. I'm hanging out. There's a shit ton of free booze. I'm staring at some hotties, but they're not bothering me. Yeah, they're not talking to me. <laughs> Love it. Love it. We go to the bachelorette party, which dud alert. I mean. <laughs> yeah, at least the bachelorette party looks fun. If this was my bachelorette party, I would be inconfuckin' I don't care that I'm pregnant. I'm going out. Yeah, I'm drinking. What's the bit? Ba- what's how much can I hurt the baby in one night? Honestly, how much damage can I do? <laughs> I wanna pr- I wanna make it clear I'm joking. <laughs> Even if I'm not drinking, it can be more fun than this. Yeah, I mean Just at least give me jello in a cup so I think I'm taking a jello shot. Although to me the worst part of the jello shot is the, the jello, so don't do that for me. Yeah. But well yeah, make me virgin jello shot. Make like make me something other than a burger. I mean, I love a burger. Well, yeah, but you're going to want some stuff with the burger. And I mean, she eats her fair share. At the but... very least, put some music on the jukebox. Yeah. The stripper didn't even come to the diner? Yeah. What, you only hired him for 20 minutes? Yeah. It's <laughs> very <laughs> so fucking lame. Uh, so they're at the diner. It's just Elena, Joe, and Bonnie. And they're laughing. Joe really tries to sell this as if she likes this, which actually maybe Joe would. Joe says, an entire diner to ourselves, actual heaven. Elena says, if Caroline were here, we'd be planning a spa day. Yeah, if Caroline were here, you'd be planning a better bachelorette? Like, okay. Yeah, oh, thanks for saying that. But number two, are Joe and Caroline even friends? How much have they spoken? I mean, they're more friends than her and Bonnie. I know, it's like, (laughs) girl, these are your fucking bridesmaids? Joe, didn't you make friends with anyone in med school, at the hospital? Any coworkers? Some nurses you work with who are fun? Because you're good at your job, so I have to imagine your coworkers like you. Yeah. They're like, she's weird. She hangs out with the students. (laughs) Bonnie says, well, Caroline's MIA. Joe says, understandable, considering. And Elena says, so I figured we'd just stuff our faces. And Joe says, you're geniuses. Bonnie says, wait, aren't you a vegetarian? And Joe says, bitch, shut up. Elena says, Bonnie, don't ruin it. And (laughs) Bonnie says, I'm just saying, like, that's not a garden burger. Bonnie's like, I'm literally asking. I don't know her that well. Joe says, the baby is not okay with the no meat thing. Those babies need protein. Yeah, those bitches are hungry. They got shit to do when they pop out. (laughs) Joe says, besides, it's my party and I'll eat what I want to. I do wish this was vodka, though. Her milkshake. Yeah. Okay. Functioning alcoholics. I mean, her and Alaric. Yeah. Love. Joe says, I don't want to know what Rick's doing, do I? Partying with underage girls? No, you don't want to know that. You absolutely don't. Because it's simultaneously offensive and lame. Which is quite a chord to strike. Exactly. And also, they couldn't even get a stripper. We didn't even see a stripper. They got all these girls, but not a single stripper. Bonnie says, oh, they're probably at the movies. And Elena says, yeah, we're mini golf. And they all laugh. Ha ha ha. And Joe says, I need ketchup. And she goes. And so Bonnie says, okay, back to us. I don't give a fuck about this lady. Are we going to talk about it. And Elena says, talk about what? And Bonnie says, seriously, you're going to make your best friend pride out of you? I know about the cure, Elena. And Elena says, you do? How is that even possible? Girl, where do you think the cure came from? Yeah, do you think Damon, like where do you think Damon found a cure? Did you even ask? Yeah. Bonnie says, Damon called me last night. He told me everything, including his insane plan to take it with you. Elena says, you and Damon talk on the phone? She's like, since when do you two hang out? And (laughs) Bonnie's like all the time now. (laughs) Bonnie says he needed someone to talk to after you left the conversation without telling him what you were thinking. And Elena says, well, I wouldn't say that's how it happened. Bonnie says, and I quote, She stared at me like I was an alien and then basically teleported out of the room. And Elena says, okay, well, Damon Salvatore stands in front of you and tells you he wants to become a human again. Wouldn't you freak out? I just needed some time to process. I mean, 24 hours ago, I didn't even think it was possible to become a human again. Bonnie says, but you want to be a human again. And Elena says, yeah, well, I did. Honestly, it's just all very complicated right now. Joe returns and she says, you guys aren't full, are you? She's like, come on. The one thing we're doing at this party is eating. And we're going to be doing that all night. And also, yeah. again, to make like a character relatable, TV shows love to be like, she eats burgers. She's a vegetarian, but she still eats burgers because she's pregnant. It's crazy. Aren't pregnant woman funny? <laughs> Everybody laugh. <laughs> Everybody laugh at the old pregnant one. <laughs> we go over to the Salvador house. The party is going on. But again, no one's talking to a woman. Alaric is talking to Damon, and he says, what do you mean you offered to take the cure? Damon says, well, I was standing there, and it sort of just came out. Great. That definitely sounds like a good decision, if that's how you describe it. Rick says, okay, how the hell does that even work? Because, well, remember, the last time the cure was in play, Alaric was dead. Yeah. He was on the other side, I should say. Yeah, so he could have been watching it, but I can't imagine... That he was enjoying that. I'm sure he was like, they'll figure that out. Yeah, he's like, who's this Atticus Shane guy? Is he replacing me? (laughs) They really seem to be filling a hole I left with that guy, which is concerning. Damon says, it's easy. Elena guzzles it, goes back to her own human self. I feed on her. And as long as no one sucks it out of me, we grow old and die of the common cold. Sounds dope. Dying of the cold. Yeah, love that. Interesting. That's my dream, to find my soulmate and then die of the common cold with them. Yeah, to be immortal. Rick says, okay, so you screwed up and now you're freaking out. And Dan says, I did not screw up. And Rick says, Damon, if you take that cure, you can never be a vampire ever again, right? Listen to me. You're writing checks your ass can't catch. Now you're getting cold feet. Damon says, are you projecting? Rick says, okay, don't even try to turn this on me. Rick's like, are you projecting? Come on. (laughs) Rick says, you seriously want to be a human. And Damon says, I want to be with Elena. Rick says, okay, what did Stefan say? Damon said irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Damon said, I'm not going to answer that. Uh, Damon says, do you honestly want to spend your last night as a single man debating my existential crisis? Which again implies the wedding is tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. That actually really does imply it. If, if it's a wedding right when Kai comes out, bad timing, guys. Rick says, Damon, tell me you told your brother of 166 years that you're planning on becoming human. And Damon says, I will, eventually. And they cheers, and Damon says, to you. Um, Also, he won't tell his brother eventually. Enzo will. Yeah. Ouch. So then we go over to the kitchen. Matt is pouring himself a beer when Tyler comes in and says, sorry, I'm late. It's okay. They're not checking your timesheet. Yeah. You got a a pity invite, so it's okay. Yeah. They invited you because it would be weird not to. Yeah. Matt says, well, considering the guy who lives here tried to kill us a few days ago, I don't blame you. (laughs) And Tyler says, yeah, but we're here for Rick, right? Matt says, I'm here for the free booze. Tyler's like, right? What's going on in this world anymore? (laughs) I can't keep up. (laughs) Tyler says, hey, beer plus pain meds equals another trip to the hospital. And Matt says, you choose now to learn math? (laughs) It's like, one, not math. Two, you're still drinking. Three, you you shouldn't drink on pain meds. Yeah. This coming from me, the woman who just said drink when you're pregnant, who gives a fuck. (laughs) Well, that's different because that's affecting the baby, not me. Yeah, that's the baby's problem. I'm (laughs) Um, also kidding, obviously. We don't condone. (laughs) Enzo comes in and Matt says, who the hell invited you? Which is a fair question. And Enzo says, Damon. He's like, I've never been to a bachelor party before and I can see the appeal. Where's Stefan? And he takes a jello shot from the waiter, the waitress. Mm -hmm. Matt says, I don't know and I don't care. (laughs) And then he leaves. Because he's there for the alcohol. He said it. Matt is winning the id gaff war tonight. Yeah. Enzo tries to take the Jello shot, but he doesn't know how it works, so he tries to take it like a normal shot. And he's like, "What the hell?" A little bit of comedy, a little bit of Enchanted Baloney. When when not fully away from it, anytime. And you know, that's my husband, a man who doesn't know how to take a Jello shot. Yeah, someone who hasn't been corrupted by the disgustingness of Jello shots. Yeah, someone pure. Someone some pure. might say. Yeah, <laughs> a real man. Takes normal shots. Yeah. In Stefan's bedroom, Stefan is making a call to Caroline. He gets Caroline's voicemail. She says, hey, it's Caroline. But duh, you knew that because you called. Leave a message and I'll call you back. Bye. Stefan smiles because he's in love and says, you're so happy in your voicemail. Speaking of happy, that thumping bass you hear in the background, that's Damon's genius idea to host Rick's Bachelor party, Despite the fact that our mother apparently lives here now, who I've been ducking, by the way, in case you haven't noticed. I guess what I'm saying is call me back. Otherwise, I'm going to start running out of reasons to avoid everything that is going on in my life right now. Kind of like what you're doing, which is completely understandable, but just really crappy timing for me and my problems. You should be here. Come home. And he hangs up. And I was like, I hope she's in New Orleans. I don't think she is, but I was hoping. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll go to New Orleans next week. Seems like a weird place to be depressed. Although (laughs) I did it (laughs) (laughs) because I lived there. And you were depressed. <laughs> and you struggle with depression. It's very funny. <laughs> we laugh. <laughs> Enzo is in the doorway. Because one thing about Enzo, he's in people's business. He's like, okay, clearly nobody's talking to the girls. So that must be a factor of bachelor buddies that I don't know about. Because yeah. this is my first one. So clearly they're there to look at but not speak to. So I guess I'll go up to Stefan. Yeah. Enzo says, that was utterly adorable. And Stefan says, what are you doing in my bedroom? <laughs> Enzo says, believe me, there are a number of places I'd rather be. Strapped to a gurney having my spleen cut out, for instance. Unfortunately for me, I'm here because your mother needs your help. Apparently her beloved ascendant's been destroyed. She's in bad shape. Could use a bit of your time. Steph says, what the fuck do you know about my mom? (laughs) Steph's like, why would that matter to you? (laughs) He's like, you just won't leave my fucking family alone. (laughs) We go over to the grill. Lily is there, drinking coffee, tapping her hand. She's clearly freaked out yeah a busboy comes near her he puts his neck like right next to her nose and she can't (laughs) help but notice we go outside the grill and we see that busboy walking home lily watches him from the shadows and then follows him and she picks up the pace she gets close her veins appear and her fangs come out she's about to attack him but stefan steps in her path and says hello mother so he gets one too (laughs) yeah he gets to do that too he gets to have fun he says i think it's time you and i have a talk She's like, I was literally about to eat. <laughs> we go over to the grill. Lily is sitting with Stefan and she says, well, you know, this is entirely unnecessary because I was actually just out getting a breath of fresh air. Look, I know you're a ripper and it's not like you're focused on being a good liar right now, but girl. And if you're going to lie to anyone, it's certainly not going to be Stefan. He's like, yeah. uh-huh. He's like, I've told that exact lie. Stefan notices her tapping her finger and he says, what you got there? A junky tick? That can't be PC. Yeah, that can't be appropriate anymore. But then but then he says, I have the same thing. It's like, okay. So I guess we're good. <laughs> I guess it evens out. Yeah. He says, isn't it funny how that works? I don't know if I'd say funny. Yeah, ha ha ha. <laughs> Lily says, what is this? Some kind of mother-son bonding experiment? And he says, no, you made your feelings for me perfectly clear when you had to spin a web of lies to snap my humanity back on. I wouldn't call it a web of lies. It was really one lie, and the lie was I love you. Yeah, the lie was I care about my son, which I understand that's a hurtful lie, but it's really just one. It's certainly not a web. <laughs> yeah. Lily says, well, I don't know what Enzo told you, but I assure you, I'm fine. And Stephen says, well, Enzo told me a lot of things, including that after losing all hope of getting your friends back, you went off the deep end last night. She says a momentary laugh. She's like, well, what the fuck does he know? She said, well, he's an idiot. That's why I didn't take him with me. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I abandoned him. Stefan says, I mean, I figured, you know, since you passed the ripper gene on to me, thank you for that, by the way, we could talk about it. And she says, There's nothing to talk about. And he says, You know, personally, when I start feeling like I'm going to go over the edge, I begin to salivate in the back of my mouth. Does that ever happen to you? And then my veins, they begin to itch uncontrollably, and the hunger consumes me. Every sound, every scent, the world around me falls apart, and all I can hear is the pulsing of someone's blood. And all I feel, is that it belongs to me Uh, she's tapping her finger clearly this sounds familiar to her she's experiencing it at this moment she's like nope never happened to me he puts his hand on her tapping finger to stop it he smiles and says but i guess you don't have that problem right she says yeah she says yep i'm lucky i guess (laughs) just lucky we go over to the Salvatore house Matt looks in, like, the back of a cabinet to find a bottle of bourbon. Like, there's not tons everywhere. Well, yeah, we saw the table. There's, like, 50 bottles of bourbon, different brands, so you don't even have to stick with one. And he went in, like, the cabinet full of plates and cups. Like, he was looking for the hidden stuff. Yeah. Uh, He starts to drink it. And Tyler approaches and says, oh, drinking yourself to death, that's your big plan for the future? That's usually what you're doing, King. Yeah, that's been kind of your gag. And if you shouldn't have beer with painkillers, you certainly shouldn't have bourbon with painkillers. Absolutely not. Matt says, I'm just taking a page from your playbook. Oh, sorry, all the pages. Yeah, he kind of got him there. Yeah. Tyler says, you know, how about we get out of here? Come on, I'll drive you home. And Matt says, hey, how's the deputy training program? It's like, oh, so we're beefing about something about this. And I was hoping Tyler had dropped out. I'm not so lucky. Tyler says, is that why you're being a dick? And Matt says, yeah, part of it. Remember, I'm on injured reserve, so you'll have to fill me in. See, he didn't want to get healed because he wanted a break. Yeah. (laughs) He's lazy. (laughs) He's lazy. Nobody wants to work these days. Yeah. Tyler says, Deputy Taylor finally stopped calling me Cupcake, so I guess that's progress. And Matt says, maybe that's because Deputy Taylor's on medical leave for a week after you kicked his ass in front of the trainees. And Tyler's like, yeah, he stopped calling me Cupcake. Well, it sounds like Deputy Taylor learned a valuable lesson about being rude and calling people names. To be fair, Tyler is kind of giving cupcake. Well, he also gives like the kind of thing like, I know that guy's going to be pissed off that I'm calling him cupcake. Yeah, but apparently he didn't make it clear enough that he will beat your ass and Deputy Taylor learned that lesson for everybody. Yeah, some people, they need to get their asses beat. Deputy Taylor sounds like he was one of them. Yeah. And he's okay. He's just on medical leave you're also basically on medical leave same thing yeah tyler says okay well you know what he had it coming and matt says what the hell is wrong with you are you that incapable of not raging out this program was a chance for you to do something with your life and tyler says no that's what it is for you tyler's like this was really just something to fill my days because i don't really do anything yeah i don't really i don't really like being a sociology major and i dumped my girlfriend so i kind of needed an activity because they didn't let me keep the cater waiter job because I don't know how to pour champagne. Yeah, because I was bad. Tyler says, I realized one day doing this job might mean I have to shoot someone to kill them. And I don't ever want to be a werewolf again. Took you a few weeks to come up with that? Yeah, number one, took you a few weeks to come up with that. Number two, you don't have to kill someone as a cop. In fact, I would say shouldn't. Yeah, I would say don't. That's me. Yeah, that's what I would suggest. It's, it's my same thing I always say to this. You know, it really is not that hard to not kill someone. I mean, clearly what we're meant to, I think, read into this is when someone with the werewolf gene is human, their anger management issues are a big issue. So I think, you know, the curse is trying to get out. But still, plenty of people, including Mayor Lockwood, go through life, never triggering it. Well, yeah, I get the curse wants to come out and there's anger issues. But, you know, anger issues to murder is still a pretty big jump. It's not that hard to not kill someone. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Matt says, it doesn't have to be like that, Ty. And then he shoves him and says, you just need some self-control. And Tyler says, hey, watch yourself. Matt shoves him again and says, control it. It's like, okay, is this really what we're doing? It's like, do you really need to be like the one testing this? Like, what if he kills you? I'd cheer. (laughs) Tyler gets ready to beat Matt's ass, but then says, you're not worth it and goes. Elsewhere at the party, Damon is on the phone with Stefan and says, where are you? And please tell me you're with the stripper. And Stefan says, yeah, picture that and then picture the exact opposite. I'm with our mother. And Damon says, "Okay, I don't want to picture anything. Stefan says, hey, did you know she was the one who turned Enzo? (laughs) Hot gossip off the presses. Stefan's like, that's just crazy, right? It's crazy how small the world is. (laughs) You couldn't have come up with this unless like our lives were a TV show. Unless we just had to connect everyone. Damon says, that's mathematically impossible. Enzo turned in nineteen oh and seven says nineteen oh three. Apparently, they were on a boat together back to New York Harbor. He was sick. She took pity on him. Damon says, and here we thought she didn't have a maternal bone in her body. That's gotta piss them off. That it's like you were more of a mother to Enzo than to us. Like to Enzo. We've all met Enzo. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan says she also has a little bit of a ripper thing going on. That little stunt you pulled with the Ascendant put her in a blood tizzy. And Damon says, well, then why is she out and about? Lock her ass up and rejoin the party, bro. Damon, why don't you go lock her up right now, too? Like, why don't you both team up on this? And then you both can rejoin the party together. Let's just make it a little quicker. I know that Stefan doesn't want to lock her up, but Damon should say, you know what? I'm taking leadership here. In she goes. Yeah. Stefan says, I will if it comes to that. Anything else? And there's a long pause because Damon does have something to tell Stefan. Mm -hmm. And it's that he's planning to take the cure with Elena. And he seems to be in quite the rush to do it. Even though there's absolutely no reason to be. Yeah. Damon says, nope, just uh, love to mom. Kidding. And then he hangs up. (laughs) He's like, don't tell her that. Stefan grabs a bottle from the bar at the grill. And back at the party, Enzo approaches Damon. These two haven't spoken in weeks. Finally, they're talking. (laughs) Enzo says, see, now that's what I call a missed opportunity. Perfect time to tell your brother you're hanging up your fangs for a pair of khakis. One thing about Enzo, he is getting information from everybody at this party. He's putting in the work. He is in everybody's business. He's not talking to a single woman, but he's talking to every man. He's loving it. He said, I'm going to be in this group by sheer force of will. Yeah. Damon says, I have no idea what you're talking about. And Enzo says, yes, you do. I applied a lurk with enough alcohol to slur the news into my ear how much alcohol did you have to give a lurk to get him drunk? Because that man houses the bourbon. Yeah, that's the tolerance of steel. Damon says, well, you are the last person who gets to criticize me for withholding information, my brother from the same mother. Were you going to tell me Lily turned you? And Enzo says, yeah, once you mastered the art of returning phone calls. <laughs> yeah, Enzo's like, you don't talk to me. He says, we haven't spoken in weeks. When would it have come up? Damon says, I've been busy. And Enzo says, what, with the prospect of taking the cure? No point in agonizing. You won't go through with it. Damon says, says who? Damon <laughs> says, you can't possibly know that. I don't even know that. <laughs> and Enzo says, you. You're selfish, Damon. Being human isn't what you really want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that about you. A man should be consistent. But take it from someone who you left to burn to death in order to save your own skin. No one changes that much, even under the magical influence of Elena Gilbert. Anyway, cheers, mate. leaves. <laughs> we go back over to the diner. Bonnie is like dancing by herself and then we go see like elena and joe talking so it's like why is no one dancing with bonnie yeah she's just like sorry the one person trying to make this party fun yeah elena is like at the jukebox and joe says oh so basically damon did the vampire version of a marriage proposal and you just walked away it's more than a marriage proposal it's like it's like a vampire suicide pact actually yeah elena says i said i would think about it why are we talking about me this is your party what does she have to say about herself? Joe's like, I'm just, like, intrigued by this situation, and I don't want to talk because I'm busy eating. Joe says, trust me, I'd much rather talk about that than the fact that I have yet to find a non-hideous wedding gown. This line, also confusing, because is the wedding tomorrow or not? You need a fucking dress. Well, and this, I was <laughs> like, maybe she's going to say a like, non-hideous wet- wedding gown for a pregnant woman, but she's not showing. Yeah. And, yeah, she needs a dress, like, ASAP, and- Look, I've seen the town square of Mystic Falls. You mean to tell me that town doesn't have a cute little wedding dress studio right there? Please. Joe says, or that I can't ask my sister to be my maid of honor because she won't return my phone calls or the fact that I cannot stop eating, literally like ever. So big decision, go. Bonnie says, well, I think you should take the cure. Decision made. Bonnie's like, I'm not gonna like pussyfoot around this. I have an opinion and I'm gonna say it. Elena says, well, what if I miss the perks, like compelling the owner of a diner to close early for us? Good thing you have other vampire friends. (laughs) Yeah. And she says, or what if I get sick? Great question. Yeah. Because guess what? We saw that once Catherine was cured, guess what she couldn't do? Drink vampire blood to heal. Yeah. Just saying. Bonnie says, or what if the human you doesn't love Damon anymore? Someone had to say it because that's the real concern. Yeah. Bonnie said, no, let's, let's skip to it. She's been in the prison world too long. She's like, I'm not going to do the small talk thing. Like, we're just going to say shit. Joe says, that is ridiculous. Being supernatural doesn't change who you are. I should know. I'm an ex-witch who's about to marry an ex-vampire. Deep down, you know who you are and what you want. Love is always going to require a huge leap of faith, a big scary leap over a hot pit of lava, and you might end up heartbroken, but you might be the happiest person on the face of the earth. Personally, I'm glad I took that leap. Someone needed to say this to Elena because these people have been acting like her humanity is going to affect how she feels about Damon as if she wasn't totally obsessed with Damon when she was a human, but she was lying to herself. Yeah, Joe gagged her here because the whole thing with Elena, everyone wants to talk shit about the sire bond. That sire bond would not have been in place if she did not have feelings for Damon before turning. Well, and at this point, it's been proven. It's been like confirmed. The, the moment she fell in love with Damon was her 18th birthday in the season three premiere when she was full human. And full dating Stefan. Now, good that he had his own thing going on, but still, like, Joe just makes it sound so simple because sometimes it is. Yeah, it really is that simple. Elena gets a text and she says, oh, speak of the devil. And it's a text from Damon that says Town Square, 10 minutes. She's busy. This woman only has two bridesmaids. You can't take one away. And Damon, you're probably a lurks best man. Yeah, what are Bonnie and Joe going to talk about? So, so, you know, Kai, hate him. Except eventually, you know, the big stick in Bonnie's neck.
1: Yeah, then there was something the to talk
0: about. <laughs> so thank you, Lily. So thank you, <laughs> Lily, for a conversation starter. We go to the town square. Elena is on the phone. She's walking. She's eating fries. She's so real. Elena says, let me guess. You got a lap dance and now you feel guilty. And Damon says, how'd you know? Just kidding. The stripper never made it. I didn't talk to a single woman tonight. <laughs> Elena says, very funny you may have partied us under the table, but at least I'm on a junk food high. And Damon says, is that why you're walking around town eating French fries? And she's like, how the fuck do you know what I'm doing? Is that okay, ghost face? You know? <laughs> he says, look up. And she looks up and he's just, his ass is up on the clock tower. Of course. And he's standing there in the full light. You look like you're suicidal. You want to be human so bad. You got to stop having these habits. I feel like if I was immortal for 150 years, there would be things that I would be used to being like the equivalent of a scraped knee that I would forget and I would die because I would like yeah. jump off something too high. Yeah. Well, and it's the same thing that we get to later that Elena's like, shit, this stuff is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't heavy before. Elena says, what are you doing up there? And he says, just clearing my head. I asked a girl a really big question last night. and She just sort of left me hanging. You didn't really ask a question. You more gave her a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Elena says, oh, what a flake. And Damon says, that's ah, all right. She's probably just doing some soul searching. And she like shakes the fries. She's like, you want some? There's like three fries left. Yeah. She said, you can have all the gross little pointy bits. Yeah, I don't like those. I took all the good ones already. He says, do you deliver? We go over to the grill. Stefan and Lily are having bourbon. She's taking her shots with two hands. She's so real. She's so me. <laughs> <laughs> She's not enjoying the bourbon. Um, So that trait she didn't pass down. Yeah, that was full Giuseppe. Stefan says, see, sublimating can be fun. And she says, you're mocking me. And in what world does she look like she's having fun? Yeah. He says, I'm not mocking you. I'm teaching you how to divert an instinctual impulse into a socially acceptable activity. Look, it's either this or squirrel blood, unless you're a rabbit person. You ever try to hunt a rabbit? Humbling. (laughs) Another just funny line that they throw in. Because you have to imagine chasing a rabbit is embarrassing. The only thing more embarrassing than chasing a rabbit is like a rabbit evading you. Yeah, a rabbit getting the best of you. Like you're a vampire and a rabbit outsmarted you? It's like, (laughs) ow, okay. (laughs) And I'm still hungry. Awesome. (laughs) Guess I'll have another squirrel. Yeah. Lily says, imagine cherishing something for 150 years and then imagine it being ripped away from you. Believe me, it's devastating. Girly, he can't imagine it. It was the memory of his mother. Yeah. (laughs) You you (laughs) took that away. Yeah, that that was a big one. And Damon, he was in love with a girl for 150 years who didn't want his ass who literally was like, oh, I never really gave a fuck about you. Your brother is who I wanted the whole time. Yeah. So they know. She says, my friends are gone. Let me grieve. And Stefan says, well, your grief is attracting a lot of attention. And you're lucky I'm not Damon because you'd be locked in a cell by now. So you shouldn't have told her that that's the plan you guys do. Because now she's like, oh, so you're about to lock me in a cell because this is obviously failing. Yeah. So if this doesn't work, you're going to lock me in a cell. She says, but not you. You feel the need to connect. Or is this a strictly Ripper to Ripper pep talk? And he says, reformed Ripper for now. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see, won't we? Yeah. He says, who happens to think this relationship is worth saving? And she says, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> She's like, mm, it's not what's saving, but thanks. <laughs> she says, Pass. Um he says, You were the only one who was able to flip my humanity back on. And she says, Damon fed me a story. And he says, and it worked. All I'm saying is maybe deep down, you still feel something for me. And she says, Stefan, the woman who raised you lived under the hand of a cheating, abusive husband. Giuseppe was cheating too. <laughs> yeah. On top of all the other bullshit he was doing, he was cheating. What was he good for? He was a bad husband, a bad guy, a bad father. Did you do, and he was a bad fire hunter. Did you do anything right? Yeah, what exactly are you good at? Quickly. (laughs) Name one thing. I bet there's none. I bet he's not even good at drinking bourbon. He's a chaser. Lily says she was weak, she got sick, and died. And then a new Lily was born. A powerful Lily who took what she wanted. It's like one day apart, girl. Come on. And also, you took what you wanted you killed a lot of people. Like, all love, but it's not really the girl boss story you're selling it to be. Like, you did get away from the abusive husband, but then you just started abusing people. So was that really a slay? I yeah. don't know. She says, and found a family that embraced her. So when I look at you, it's not that I don't love you. It's that I'm reminded of that pathetic woman when all I want to do is forget she ever existed. It's not that I don't love you. I just think you're pathetic. Lily, need I remind you? He was 10 when this happened. You are not (laughs) seriously blaming a 10-year-old for you feeling pathetic. Yeah. Every time she's like, I found a new family that embraced me. I think for a 10-year-old, he embraced you enough. He was clearly in love with you. Yeah, that's- like they clearly like loved her. So she's making it seem like, oh, they didn't love me. First of all, I'm sorry. Like, obviously being married to Giuseppe, hell, I'm sure. Yeah. What did you want your 10 year old son to do about Giuseppe? He was getting messed up by Giuseppe as well. Yeah. They were all dealing with shit. And, but she said, no, they can handle it on their own because they didn't stop him. And he's like, I'm, 10. And I'm 10. And Damon's like, I'm deeply wounded as a person. And she's like, I hate you both so much. She said, you two are losers. <laughs> I'm going to go to this sanatorium and get to <laughs> No, I mean, Giuseppe did put her into the sanatorium. So again, I do think I have some sympathy for Lily that yeah. like she had to deal with Giuseppe. But the way she starts, and I know that she's like speaking to Damon and Stefan this way so that they will leave her alone so she can go kill people. Yeah, But it is like, girl, he was 10 when you died. You can't really hold any of this against Stefan. Yeah, and you also can't be shocked that your son's like, want to have a relationship with you and you also can't be shocked that your sons don't want your new family coming along yeah they thought your original family was fine (laughs) yeah stefan says okay well then let's start over clean slate Uh, he pulls a needle out of his pocket yeah because he's like okay well damon was right yet again he said well it's over he says let me help you get through this we can start something new you just have to trust me Uh, he's not looking at her he's being pretty obvious And Lily says, you never could look me in the eye when you were telling me a lie. So she stabs his hand with a fork. He drops the needle and she, vampire runs to a waitress and attacks her. People scream because the restaurant is crowded. It's nighttime. It's dinner hours. Yeah. And she says, sorry about the mess. And vampire runs out. And he's like, great. So this is up to me now to clean this up. He says, awesome. Uh, Can everyone just come over here really quick? Can we just form a line? Yeah. So nothing happened. (laughs) Any chance this works for all of you at once? You just had a lovely dinner and now you're going to go home and nothing crazy happened at the at the grill tonight. And they're like, but we just saw her kill someone. Okay, fine. We'll do one at a time then. <laughs> <laughs> Line up. We go over to the clock tower where Damon and Elena are there. Did y'all not hear the screaming at the grill? <laughs> like, you guys want to be human so bad, but you want to have a little date up at the top of the co- clock tower. <laughs> the yeah. Clock tower. Come on. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Elena says, I love it up here. I hope you enjoy it. It's your last time. Damon says, soak it in while well you can and load up on fries because trans fat is no friend to humans and you better not get fat. And if you get fat, I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah, I'll kill myself then and there. <laughs> Elena says, ha, did you mean it when you told me you'd take the cure or were you just afraid that you were going to lose me? Annie says, you know what? To be completely honest, a little bit of both. I love that he answered it that way because that is true. She says, okay, well, here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that if we do take it, You'll lose something else you love, which is being a vampire. And we're not going to be happy if you resent me for the rest of our lives. And this is a totally fair concern. Yeah, great concern, Elena. Damon really doesn't comment on it. Because he's like, no, I love you enough to do it. And I haven't done any extra thinking about it because I don't want to. He says, I don't know. I'm pretty sexy when I'm resentful. And she says, no, seriously, like, Damon, are you ready to give all this up? And he gets up and holds out his hand, says, to be continued. I want to show you something. He's like, I'm not answering that he's like no we'll take the cure before i have to figure this out and then yeah. i'll just be stuck with it yeah she says where are we going and he says well down for starters unless you want to wuss out and take the stairs and she says you only live once right and he says once or twice which is cute mm-hmm. and then they jump down we go to the south matt is binge drinking on the porch as he do rick comes out because again no one's going to talk to a woman <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I guess I'll talk to Matt now. And also because he's like, I know that bourbon. Get your grubby little lance off it. Yeah, he's like, um, I hid that in the cup cabinet. Rick says, you know it's bad for him to drink a $1,000 bottle of bourbon all by yourself. Matt ignores that. If I'm lucky, I'd be like, you owe me $1,000. <laughs> yeah. Matt says, so you're really doing this, huh? Taking the plunge, starting a family here. And Rick says, yeah, guess that's the plan. And Matt says, you want some drunk advice? And Rick says, sure. <laughs> Matt says, I've got 30 stitches in my side. All my friends are killers except you. Except you? Mr. Alert has killed so many people. He also killed people like randomly when he was, you know, famously a serial killer for a second. Yeah. He's killed his fair share. He killed Caroline's dad. Matt says, you're a human, which means it's a miracle you're still alive. Well, he died once already. Actually, he died more than once because he had the ring. Yeah. Matt says, you're a dick if you're okay with bringing a kid into this. Okay. First of all, it was an accident. And second of all, not your place to judge, King. Yeah. But to be fair, Rick did say he was okay with getting drunk advice. And Rick's been drunk enough before that he's like, I'm not going to really take this seriously. Yeah. Rick says, well, if that's your bachelor toast, it really sucks. Matt says, leave town. That's my advice. Take your happy fiance, your unborn baby, and your miracle life and get out before it's too late. And at the end of the episode, he seems to be ready to do so. Yeah, and this isn't bad advice. I mean, I see where it's coming from. There's a lot of shit happening, and like an infant in this situation, I can see being an issue. Do you think he and Joe will leave town? Yeah. Cause like, do we really think we're gonna spend episode time like dealing with them raising twins? I don't know about that. Fair enough. We go over to the grill. Stefan is just finishing up compelling everybody. He's compelling the last girl. He says, you left dinner early because you weren't feeling well. You won't remember anything unusual that happened here tonight. Go home. And Enzo comes in right as he's done. It's like he stood outside and waited till he was done because he didn't want to help. He talked to some lady and he's like, how many people were in there? Three more? Okay, I'll be out here. Okay, I'll just wait away from the window. I'll hang tight. Enzo says, ah, broken glassware, the overwhelming scent of fresh blood. I see the family reunion went without a hitch. And Stefan says, what took you so long? I have to compel the entire restaurant myself. (laughs) And Enzo says, well, I was looking for Damon. Word is he took off to find Elena. And Stefan says, yeah, well, he's not picking up his cell right now, which means it's just you and me. And Enzo says, just you and me. Has a string to it, doesn't it? And Stefan's like, no. (laughs) And Enzo says, suppose we ought to get used to it. Stefan says, what are you talking about? (laughs) Stefan says, what are we getting used to? I don't even like talking to you. (laughs) Enzo says, oh, that's right. You haven't heard. Damon has the cure. And if we're to believe his bluster, he plans on taking it with Elena. And Stefan says, I think I would know if my brother was planning on turning human. Enzo says, yeah, based on the look of shock on your face, you don't. So we can either stand here and debate the merits of Damon's word, or we can split up and find your mom before she rips their heads off. Which is it going to be? And what's so funny about this, Enzo did not need to bring this up. In fact, it added 30 seconds. I think it was like, well, we really have to find her right now because people might be human and then easy to kill. Sure. But I think he mostly just wanted to start drama. Yeah, he, he loves. I mean, you know, it was like when Enzo first started his little thing with Sarah, when he was like, the truth matters to me. He just likes to gossip. Yeah, he just likes spreading things, mm-hmm. which is fine. Me too, King. Yeah, he does like to spread truthful things. Yeah. He says, because then my credibility is shot. Yeah. <laughs> no one will trust me. He just likes to uh, expose secrets that people are trying to hide because he likes to see how they handle it. He needs drama in his life because he has no friends. Yeah, he's got to watch something. Yeah. We go over to the diner. Bonnie says, oh, bad news. Damon hijacked Elena. Do you want to take this party somewhere else? And Joe says, yes, to my bed, if I can walk. So they get up and they get ready to go. And then Bonnie looks shook and we look and Lily walked in. And it's like, oh, great. Here we go. And Lily says, good evening, Miss Bennett." I was out for a walk and I saw you through the window and I thought, I know her. That young lady ruined my life. She is so iconic. And Bonnie is like, girl, it really didn't have to have anything to do with you. I just do not fuck with the people in that prison world. Yeah, Joe says, oh, who's this? (laughs) Bonnie says, oh, it's Lily Salvatore, so be careful. And Lily said, Bonnie destroyed something very dear to me and now all I feel is insatiable hunger. And just like, oh, the Ascendant? Yeah, hell yeah. So, oh, you destroyed the Ascendant? Thanks. Bonnie says, I didn't do it to spite you, Lily. I did it to keep Kai trapped. And Lily says, surely there's another way to rescue my friends. And Bonnie says, there is no other way. And even if I could help, I wouldn't. She's like, there isn't another way. And if there were, I'm not finding it. So Lily, of course, tries to vampire run to attack Bonnie. But, of course, Bonnie does a classic aneurysm spell. And says, now let it go and get out. Unfortunately... Lily is scrappy and angry, so she grabs, like, a receipt poker and throws it into Bonnie's neck. Very cool. Very cool. Very effective. That's why you should be magically snapping necks. Annie, as I'm saying mm-hmm. enough. Lily says, your mistake, and she vampire runs to Joe to attack her, and Joe says, oh, no, please, like, I'm pregnant. She's so I might as well try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, that's all I got. Lily listens, and she hears two heartbeats, and she says, twins. What a twist. Who could have predicted this? Crazy. Who knew? If only we could predict. What a shock. I am shocked. I would say I can't believe Lily just dropped this on her with no warning. But also, like, Lily doesn't know about sonograms. So she's probably (laughs) like, well, she might as well not wait the whole nine months to find this out. She doesn't have to, but you don't know that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you've been a proponent since Joe was pregnant that it's going to be twins. I mean, this was a layup. It's like the werewolf thing. It's like, okay, I know it's going to be twins. I'm just waiting for them to tell me. If it hadn't been, that would have been stupid. Like this was just an obvious guess. I had to say it. I'm not shocked it's right, but I still appreciate it. But you know who is shocked is Joe for some reason. Joe yeah, says, everybody what? else seems surprised by this. And it's like you uh, from the Gemini coven. You have a twin. Your sister has a tw- had a twin. like, And not only are you from the Gemini coven, a new leader was just anointed. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they're going to start prepping for the next merge. Because they got to get prepped. It's it, They need 22 years to cook. Yeah. Lily says, good luck to you. Motherhood, not all it's cracked up to be. And runs away. She said, she said motherhood sucks. <laughs> Hope you don't have sons. <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> Joe runs to Bonnie and says, stay calm. I'm going to help you. And it's like, oh, yeah, she's a doctor. We're good. Yeah, I was like, who's going to help Bonnie? And I was like, oh, good. We have this. Yeah. We go out to the road. Damon and Elena are leisurely walking. And Damon says, what's your favorite thing about being a vampire? Answer for fucking phones. You guys are needed elsewhere. Yeah. Other things are happening. Elena says, I guess if I had to pick one thing, it would be that I can heal. Duh, you know that, Damon. Boo, it's that I can run fast. Like, I can tell you right now. If I was a vampire, that'd be number one. I love that. Number one, compulsion for me. Hello. Yeah, that's true eavesdropping would actually be my number one yeah eavesdropping's pretty good (laughs) those top those are top three though yeah damon says said no vampire ever and elena says okay well then enlighten me and damon says i like all of it okay (laughs) then why are you taking a cure what a great thing to say for someone who wants to stop being a vampire what (laughs) he says the speed the feed everything's so heightened and you know eternally looking great in a black leather jacket's not the worst thing either I'm forgetting something, though. Oh, I remember. Getting in people's heads is quite a bit of fun, too. And he gestures his head, and she sees her old house. The one she famously burned down. Mm -hmm. She says, oh, my old house. (laughs) In case we forgot what it looked like. Yeah. He says, you won't remember this, but this is the first place I ever kissed you. Another very happy memory Rick scrubbed from your brain. Sure, it soon enough. And at this point, you were like, oh, the cure might fix that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I bet she'll get her memories back with the cure. Great thinking. I did not think that at all. I've been waiting because I was like, she has to get these memories back somehow. Yeah. And no one has been trying to get them back for a yeah, while. Someone so. kind of seemed to give up on it. Yeah, when she fell in love with Damon again, everyone's like, okay. All's well then as well. <laughs> and that was really all we needed. Elena says, but this isn't real. It's a fantasy. You put this in my brain. And he says, isn't that the point? I mean, as epic as this life is, we'd be giving up so much more if we didn't do this. I've had so much fantasy in my life, Elena. Enough for a hundred lifetimes. I'd give it all up for one life with you. The biggest fantasy of all time? Dementia. Yes. (laughs) Like, what? This reasoning? It just, it it doesn't make sense why Damon... I don't know. I, I get Damon thinking this, honestly, because he's so in love with Elena. That he's, like, you know, getting to live, like, one true precious life with, like, the love of my life. It, like, makes living more special. Like, I understand the logic of it that he's going through. I disagree. Yeah, I think you're right. I do understand the logic. But it is, like, again, you guys don't need to make this decision tonight. You can put the cure in your sock drawer for another 50 years. Yeah. Or, you know, two days after you tell Stefan and Caroline. Yeah. I think- at least like talk to people yeah i mean i know elena wants to take it but like elena doesn't want to take it if damon doesn't take it that's pretty yeah. clear like that's a big condition for her he holds the cure up and she says oh you brought it with you and he says well i wasn't gonna leave it in the soap dish you leave everything there why wouldn't you <laughs> i thought that was a fun call back to the moonstone yeah never forget <laughs> Elena says, I want this, Damon. No matter how much it scares me, I can't pretend that I don't. And Damon says, I know you do. You've wanted this since the day you became a vampire. And she says, yeah, but for you, there's no going back. And he says, that's never been my style. And she says, and you're impulsive and reckless. And he says, and madly in love with you forever, no matter how long that's going to be. And taking this cure won't change that. I'm ready for a little reality if you are. Also, I would get this if it's like, we're going to be away from magic. In no world are any, uh, either of you being away from magic. Look at everyone you hang out with. Well, And that's the thing is like, there's so many active villains right now. Why make it easier to die? Yeah, I mean, I guess their mom is kind of like low stakes to Damon, he thinks. But she shouldn't be. But they've heard about the heretics. They know the Geminis are like not huge fans of them. Uh, it's also just, if you've been a vampire, there are certain things you're more reckless with. But also like, I don't, think there's anyone that this really sticks out for maybe kai but like if you used to be a vampire and you're not and someone just snaps your neck to get you out of the way because you are a vampire to their knowledge then suddenly you're dead imagine klaus comes up to mystic falls and he's like wouldn't it be a funny little prank if i just snapped damon's neck to scare him and then he kills him yeah like it's very easy to die yeah if i'm elena i'm taking that fucking gilbert ring back sorry matt that's a gimme family gimme (laughs) they look at the cure she opens it and it's like, oh, oh, we're doing this tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. like, oh, we're just drinking that. Okay. We're just not going to. No one's going to call Stefan. Yeah. Even oh. Elena is not going to bring this up. She says, I love you. He says, till death do us part. Bottoms up. You know, you could just not die. But who am I? Yeah. She drinks it and she smiles and it's like, uh, oh, oh, wow. So here we are. It's like, oh, so we are doing this, this episode. Yeah. Oh, so we're doing this in episode 20. Okay. Interesting. Interesting interesting he says how do you feel and she says I don't know I kind of feel and she gets a little weak and we see all her memories start to flash by and she passes out but we don't know she passes out right away we (laughs) go into a memory we know it's between seasons four and five because Elena's got that fuck ass red streak Mm -hmm. and they're on their first date at a restaurant they're sitting down at the same time she says this all looks so good and he says what looks good and then at the same time she says sorry he says you first they laugh (laughs) She says, how about eggplant parmesan? You can each order your own (laughs) entree. What do you mean, how about? (laughs) He says, you're an eggplant girl. And she says, is that bad? Oh, you don't like eggplant. He said, no, I love it. I'm just taking notes, mental notes. And she says, for what, our second date? And he says, I was thinking five-year anniversary. Mind you, Stefan's drowning in the quarry right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking five-year anniversary. Or, you know, when you get all these memories compelled away from you and I have to try to stir something up. That will yeah. also be a time when this is helpful. Yeah. Uh, we see some more memories flash by. Really Delena's greatest hits. Yeah. It's like a YouTube video that yeah. I'm not allowed to watch yet. Exactly. <laughs> this is the closest I've gotten to a good edit. Then we go to the alley behind the group. Damon is carrying Elena, who is unconscious. And he says, hang on. I'm going to get you home. You're going to be all right, Elena. Why don't you vampire run to it? These people, it's like they forget they can vampire run when they need it. You would not see me walking normal speed anywhere. Yeah. I can't overstate how much I'd be running. Like I'm going fast. I'm moving. I have places to be, people to see. (laughs) She wakes up and he's like, oh, Elena, hey, you scared the crap out of me. And she says, I think I'm okay. And he says, what happened? And she says, we were on our first date. And then we see the memory of them kissing on the porch. She gasps. And then we see clips of Miss Mystic Falls, the motel kiss. Again, Delena's greatest hits. She says, Damon. I'm getting my memories back. The cure undid the compulsion, which does make sense that it would do this. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God that we're done with this. Yeah, I've had it. Damon says, it worked. And she says, yeah, well, wait. And then she takes the, she has a little pin from being a bridesmaid and she pokes her finger and she says, it's not healing. That means it worked. And she's really, really happy it worked. And Damon says, how are you feeling about that? And she says, I feel like I want to kiss you. And they kiss. It's a cute kiss. It's a cute kiss. It's very happy for them. I'm very happy for her. I'm very happy for her. She wanted it bad. I think it's dumb, but I respect that it's what she wanted. It's not a decision I would have made, but I get why she's making it. Yeah. Damon's phone rings and he says, oh, hang on. It's Stefan. Now I'll answer. He answers and says, it better be good, brother. Elena and I are having a moment. You want to tell him that the moment's because she took the cure that you're going to (laughs) take. Stefan says, Damon, do not take that cure. And- Damon says, well, i it's not like I was going to. Damon says, what cure? <laughs> Damon says, what? How do you even know about that? How do you even know about that? You're telling everybody. You're telling everyone but Stefan. Of course it got back to him. Yeah. And you know Enzo can't keep a secret. Yeah, you met Enzo. Stefan says, Lily got away from me. It's a really bad time to be a human. And Elena says, oh, what's going on? And Stefan says, yeah, you were right. We got to lock her up. You should have done this much sooner. But, you know, what can yeah. you do? Elena says, wait, what's he saying on the phone? I can't hear anymore. See, I would hate that. I'd be like, wait, now I have to ask what you said on the phone? You can lie? <laughs> Fuck. Damon hangs up and says, oh, well, apparently Mama Salvatore's. And then Damon's neck gets snapped. Mm-hmm. He falls to the ground. And who snapped his neck but Lily? And it's like, oh. It's like, hey, um, I have some important news before you go around snapping my neck. Uh, <laughs> but not so important that I want you to know because now you know I have human blood. So I'm in a difficult place here, Lily. Not really sure where to to start this conversation. Lily says, I'm sorry, but I won't be imprisoned again. I didn't have to turn into this person. I kept her at bay for so long, but my sons, they ruined everything. Girlie, I think what ruined everything was being in a world where there were more people to kill. Yeah, being in a world where there was more than two drops of blood a day. Yeah, of course you survived on two drops of blood a day. You had to. It was all you had. It wasn't Mm -hmm. because you figured out how to control your bloodlust. Yeah, now you can hear people's hearts beating and sounds good. Yeah, sounds yum. <laughs> she said, no, it's my son's fault. Elena says they were just trying to help. And Lily says, look at me. and Her veins appear and she says, they're not helping. And then Lily says, wait a second, you're bleeding. And, and oh, Elena's like, wow, I really wish I didn't uh, check if I could heal. Yeah, She like, said, <laughs> bad time to poke my finger. <laughs> and she says, you took the cure. You're human. Because Lily knows about the cure, she puts two and two together. Elena says, you don't want to feed on me. You know what? (laughs) Worth a shot. She says, Lily, this isn't you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what else can she do? Works on your son. (laughs) Mind you, while she's doing this, she is preparing the pin. She doesn't think this is going to work. Oh, yeah, she knows this ain't going to work, but she's got to do her little, like, don't feed on me so she can get nice and close and she can hit her with one get. Lily says, yes, Elena, I do. And she tries to start feeding. Elena takes the pin and stabs her in the eye. One thing about Miss Human Elena, she excels in hand-to-hand combat. She gets these bitches every time. Human Elena, she will find a weapon somewhere. She'll be scrappy about it. When she stabbed that one guy with the pencil, like she can hold a vampire off. She can't kill them, but she can keep them backed up long enough to figure something out. Yeah. One thing about Human Elena, she's scrappy. Glad to see her slaying the minute she becomes human. It's like, absolutely, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> Elena runs into the grill, but her memories are slowing her down because they're still coming back. Plus she's running normal speed because that's Cause the speed she, she runs Because she has to. We The memories we see, the rain kiss, the necklace moment on the 18th birthday when they famously fell in love. She's in like the dry storage of the grill which famously does have an entrance to the tunnels. So she tries to move a big shelf to block the door, but she's like, oh, come on, because it's really heavy. Yeah, she forgot how heavy things were when you don't have super strength. She's not used to having to like actually move. Strain things. herself, yeah. yeah. But she gets one shelf in front of it. Outside, Lily gets the needle out of her eye, heals. Inside, Elena gets another shelf out of the way, and there's a vent that goes to the tunnel. She starts fussing with the vent. Lily comes in and says, Elena, but she's not in the dry storage yet. So Elena gets the vent cover off. But again, memories are still coming in. So she's like, okay, focus. She goes in and pulls the shelf in front of the vent. Absolute serve. Serve, human Elena, bitch, you are so crafty. You're so queen. I'm actually so happy to have you back. I can't even lie. I know. I really, I, you know, you don't notice these things, but vampire Elena, you were kind of a drag. She wasn't hitting, And it's because she was depressed about being a vampire and I can't blame her for it. But, oh, human Elena, you're kind of my bitch, I have to say. Yeah, I, maybe I'm back to standing you, queen. Welcome back, queen. <laughs> so, of course, Lily comes in. She can't find her. Outsmarted by a human. Loser. And she's pissed. Plus, she has, like, two essentially like blood tears going down her face. It looks dope. It's served. We go over to the diner. Joe is with Bonnie, and Joe says, it's okay. Usually we don't yank out penetrating objects in the field, but don't worry. Squeeze my hand if you have trouble breathing. There's no squeeze, so Joe says, good, that's really good. She sits Bonnie up and says, don't try to talk. I heard what she said, wins. Which means I'm number one on Kai's most wanted list. Congrats, you've been bumped to number two. So thank you for destroying that stupid ascendant, and I hope you meant what you said, that there's no way to get out of that prison world. And Bonnie says, I promise, he's not getting out. And Joe says, worst bachelorette party ever, right? Let's get to the hospital. Girl, it was bad enough before the <laughs> neck stab. Even the good part sucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we go over to the alley behind the grill. Stefan is on the phone with Elena. And Elena says, I got out through the tunnels. She came through the grill. She might still be there. Stefan finds Damon's body as Damon's coming to. And Stefan says to Elena, we're right outside. Get home. We'll deal with her. And hangs up. Stefan goes to Damon and says, Elena's safe. Get up. We need to find Lily. And Damon says, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Why would he ask you right now, King? And Stefan says, so were you going to tell me or was it just easier to be your normal dickish self? And Damon says, what do you think? (laughs) Stefan says, I think being human is the last thing you want. And Damon says, I want to be with Elena, Stefan. And And Stefan's like, you idiot. You can do that as a vampire. She already (laughs) likes you. You're literally already dating her. (laughs) You're with her. (laughs) You got it. You stole her from me. <laughs> Stefan says, Do you have any idea what it feels like for me to have to hear it from Enzo? To have no say as to whether I lose my brother or not? I would be so fucking pissed off. If you and I were immortal and all of a sudden you decided to like go back to being mortal without consulting me. Oh, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, excuse me? I'd be like, I'm sorry. I have an immortal bestie who now hates me so fucking much that they'd rather die. I don't expect like Damon to be like, please can I have permission to be mortal and die, Yeah, but bring it up also because, I mean, here's the thing. Damon knows this is an impulsive decision and he doesn't want people to talk him out of it. Yeah. Cause he wants it to be done. And then when he regrets it, he can't do anything about it yeah. because he's been, you know, saying the same thing to Elena about the cure. That's like, well, you know, I would love it if this happened, but we can't do anything about it. And he's like, yeah. well, if I can't do anything to become a vampire again, then I'll, I'll learn to like being a human. Yeah. I mean, and I will say there is a scene in I think season two, I think I mentioned it at the time knowing that we would have to reference it eventually, where he's talking to some lady in the street, you know, Damon always in the street. Mm-hmm. And he says, can I tell you a secret lady? I want to be human so fucking bad." So I think there is a part of him that does want to be human. But it's kind of hard to track with the character. I think we're meant to believe like, okay, he does want to be human deep down. He just doesn't let himself believe it. Mm -hmm. But it's hard because most of his character likes a lot of the fucking perks. I think he likes the perks of being a vampire. And I think he does kind of, I think there are times, especially when he's like grieving his relationship with Catherine, where he's like, what's the point of being immortal? if like, this is what I'm being immortal for. Yeah. And I think there is part of him that wants like a simpler life because he he has that kind of reaction to things where he's like, I just want to be with like someone who cares about me and then life would be perfect. You know, he's a, a very hopeless romantic mm-hmm. in a way that we often ascribe to Stefan. Well, I think he also, there's a part of it that's like atoning for his sins. Like mm-hmm. I need to make a sacrifice to be worthy of Elena. And yeah. the sacrifice of becoming human is a good one. Because, you know, I killed her brother. And I think particularly with Elena, like so much of both of these boys falling in love with Elena was that she was like just a human, just a, a simple human girl who just cares about her friends, which simplification of her. But that's what yeah. it boils down to. And so I think he's like, what a perfect person to be human with. Yeah, it's about her. I think it is about him in some ways, mm-hmm. but I think he wouldn't do it if she wasn't part of it. Yeah, and I think vampirism also he sees as, like, something that corrupted him. Yeah. Which also, you know, you're over 150 years old. Like, life's going to corrupt you, King. Yeah, and he thinks he would like to go back to his pre-vampire self and to do that, being in love with someone, like, as, quote-unquote, good as Elena would do it. And I think he didn't want Stefan to convince him otherwise. And then the other piece of this, it would be one thing if Stefan heard it from Rick. Mm -hmm. but enzo (laughs) yeah that sucks. oh i'd be pissed the hell off especially because even when enzo told him he tried to be like no damon would tell me and enzo was like you sound so fucking stupid you're believing this and it's like now you're making fun of me too damon says of course i know what it feels like why do you think i didn't tell you like okay that's not really an excuse like that's like oh yeah i knew it would hurt your feelings so i kept it a secret how about sorry how about, I should have told you I didn't know how. Yeah, how about, I'm sorry. I love you, my brother. Damon says, can we go find our mother? We go inside the grill. Lily is crying. What else is fucking new? Stefan comes in and she says, look what you've done to your mother. I'm a mess. Oh, this is Stefan's fault. First of all, Stefan didn't do any of this. Second of all, you don't really look like a mess. You could wipe the blood off your face. Stefan says, in a few days or months or years, you'll feel different. And she says, what does it matter if I'm alone? terrified of falling off the edge i suppose i'd be like you wouldn't i sad and alone he's like what the fuck you <laughs> like, know this i have a ton of friends did you not see all the friends i have and he was like also you're not alone you have two sons i don't know how often i can bring that up but you seem to keep forgetting who by the way you live with yeah she picks up a steak and holds it to herself and stefan says you don't want to do that please don't do that stay alive for us your sons the ones who i know that deep down inside you still care about and who still care about you he makes it a point to look in her eyes this time yeah because she told him exactly how to make it believable girl you gave up your tip yeah he took the note she says you're looking into my eyes you always had such pretty eyes then lily runs to him with the stake like she's gonna kill him kill her own girl she's got her own thing but Damon comes in behind and injects her in the neck with Vervain and she passes out. And she's probably never been hit with that much Vervain at one time because it's all in a syringe. So she's probably out. There's a level of peace she's feeling that she has never felt. She's like, wow, this is better than heroin. Yeah. Damon says, you okay? And Stefan's a little freaked out because his mom almost killed him. Well, yeah, and he, he like lied to her about caring about her. And then she was like, you just have pretty eyes. And he was like, am I in love with my mom? He doesn't know how to handle this He all. said, mommy issues, not solved. He said, oop, I feel those. He said, there it go. We go over to the hospital. Rick comes in. Joe's there. He and Joe run to each other. And he says, oh my God, are you okay? She's like, no, it's not my blood. It's okay. He says, how's Bonnie? She says, fine. Damon gave her some blood. Took his fucking time. Do you want that cure so bad? Give people blood a lot. That's all I'm saying. Rick says, oh, what about you? How's the baby? And she says, actually, it's babies." Turns out there's two cooking in there and she has a sonogram to prove it because she ain't trusting Lily's ass. Yeah. And he says, oh, twins. Okay, well, look, the more the merrier. I wish he was like, twins. Should have seen that one coming. (laughs) Uh (laughs) The twins. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah, I kind of thought that was a possibility. (laughs) Joe says, even if Kai never escapes that prison, my family is going to try and take them from us. A new Gemini twin merge is the only thing that can strip Kai of his power. Well, then I hope everybody in the coven is fucking because we need a lot of twins. Yeah. And you have to wait 22 years anyway. Like just, I'm sh- I'm sure Joshua got home after Kai won the murder and was like, everybody go have sex. Yeah. I'm sorry. And no condoms. No condoms <laughs> allowed in the house anymore. Condoms banned. No birth control either. We're getting babies. We got to get down to business. Yeah. Rick says, well, we won't let them find out. Yeah. It's so easy to keep secrets from witches. Only about which is they will not they will not look into it at all Joe says oh how is that possible and he says because after the wedding we're gonna disappear we're gonna go somewhere where your family can't find us and she says Alaric I can't ask you to give up your whole life for me he's an alcoholic occult studies professor who hangs out with teenagers give it up yeah he, he can find another life he said let me t- let me try another take. He said, let me try to find friends my own age this time. Yeah, she said, me too. <laughs> he says, you, the babies, you are my life. All I care about is keeping you safe. And they kiss. So where do you think they're going to move? That's a good question. Um, wherever legacies takes place. <laughs> Sorry. That's that. <laughs> That's that. I mean, prob- I'm, I'll throw out a, a state. You know what? I bet it's like East Coast. They're already on the East Coast. Well, no, like the actual, like the Northeast. Sure. So, like Maine, I'm, Vermont. Yeah. Maine, let's say. Okay. Maine or North Carolina. No, they're already in North Carolina. That, they're in mind. Virginia. They were in North Carolina. I yeah. mean, Alaric was. I know they're in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maine or let's say Tennessee. Okay. Like up in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, exactly. So, or somewhere in Appalachia, which sure. I guess is where they are. So, never mind that last one. <laughs> <laughs> so cut that last one. <laughs> I will say my concern because I was kind of confident that they were. Out, but I'm pretty sure I've seen Matt Davis on a poster for season eight or season seven. Maybe I know it's a poster for a later season because Nina Dobrev is not on there, so I don't actually remember 100% if he's in that poster or not, but I think he is. Okay, so I just I'm throwing that out as a possibility that he won't be leaving, but I think it's more likely he's leaving. Sure, he can always leave and come back too. And the other thing is, I do think we'll have to meet the babies on the show, sure, because we have to see what their names are. Because I'm pretty sure the one is named after two characters on this show. We could learn that on Legacies, though. Yeah, but I think we'll see the baby on this show. The babies. The babies. We go over to the Salvador house. Elena is standing by the fire, contemplating, reflecting. And Damon comes in and he says, okay, good news from the front lines. Bonnie is okay. Joe is okay. And Lily has been laid down for a long winter's nap. She's like, were Bonnie and Joe in danger? Yeah, (laughs) I shouldn't have left that party. (laughs) He says, you look lost in thought. And she says, I remember everything. Every moment. It's like a million tiny little pieces of my heart have fallen back into place. I remember the moment we met, the moment we fell in love, how much I didn't want to love you, but it was like I was being swept up into a current and consumed by it. He's like, yep, I lived it. I know that. (laughs) He's like, you don't need to remind me. I have my memories. He says, that's a good thing, right? That you remember all that now? He said, yeah, that's good news. We're in love. Remember? And she says, Damon, I remember everything, every kiss, every conversation. And he says, I do not see how this is bad. Yeah, he's like, I don't think anything is surprising here. She says, we've already had this discussion, Damon, about the cure on the island. And he says, no, that was totally different. And to be fair, that was different. That was a long time ago. She says, was it? Because I remember it like it was just yesterday. Yeah, because you just got the memory. Fucking you back. just got the memory. <laughs> Thank God they show us a flashback so we don't have to remember the specifics. Yeah, because I wouldn't have remembered this. I mean, I remember vaguely, but I wouldn't have been able to remember specifics. We see the flashback. She says, take the cure with me. That's how much I know this is real. That's how certain I am that I'm going to love you even after this is all over. Take the cure. Be human with me. Because remember, at this point, they thought they were going to find like a free-flowing fountain of the cure. Yeah. And everyone was going to take it. Yeah, they were all like- deciding if they were going to take it, as though that was the only thing they had to figure out. Yeah, Wishful thinking. In the flashback, Damon says, you know, I used to miss being human. Now I can't think of anything more miserable on Earth. And he walks away. Um. So we'll remember at this point, she was sired to him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you cannot make any decision about being in love with me. You are sired to me. Yeah. So he was constantly white fanging her ass. <laughs> yeah, this was I mean, they've gone through a lot of white fang phases. This was Probably the most significant. So he said anything he had to say to get her to drop it. Yeah. This is a different thing. It's like she remembered the memory with no context. Yeah. (laughs) But he doesn't have like, I guess, the capability to explain how that's different. Also, she's not really hearing an argument right now. Yeah, she's made a call. Yeah. Elena says, you walked away from me because you didn't want me to change your mind. Because you don't want this. And he says, that was a long time ago. And she says, you haven't thought this through. He says, what? No. I mean, you haven't thought this through. He hasn't. He thinks he has because he's convincing himself he has so he can just do it and get it over with. But he hasn't thought it through. She says, you're so afraid of losing me that you've convinced yourself you can endure a human life. And he says, don't tell me what to think. (laughs) So, no, I'm telling you what you think. (laughs) Yeah. She says, "Okay, fine. What about Stefan? What does he think? You should probably ask this before you took the cure. But she now has a lot more context to go with, I guess. Yes, exactly. Damon <laughs> says, I don't care what Stefan thinks. So fucking rude. He's so your fucking brother. Rude. He, that's your fucking brother. For, and also a person who knows both of you and your relationship extremely well. So has particularly valuable insight. But that's yeah. a whole nother thing. And has all the memories. Conversing with Elena about this was silly because she didn't have all the context. <laughs> which he knew. <laughs> yeah, which is why he was kind of doing it. Damon says, I've made up my mind. I'm not going to have him drown me in a fountain of guilt and have me change my mind. And Elena says, Damon, I love you more than I ever thought was humanly possible. I'm not trying to hurt you, but I can't let you do this. Not before you've let everyone in your life try to talk you out of it, including you. She goes. She slayed. I'm sorry. Human Elena takes it again. It brings us back to when I was an Elena stan. I know. Uh, never really a stand, but more of a stand than I've been. So she kind of ate this week. She kind of ate. And you know what? She is right to say, like, take your time to think about this. Let everyone try to convince you. Because she was 100% sure. She's been 100% sure. Yeah. But he still needs to make the decision. Yeah. And if you can stand up to all those people giving you the reasons not to and still choose to, then I know you made your choice yourself. Because one thing about Elena, she's big on making her own damn choice. Ain't that the truth. From the beginning, from turning, she was like, I am happy to, I'm ready to go back whenever I can. She's never really wavered in that. The only waver was like, well, I can't do it. So I guess I won't. She accepted it after a while, but. Yeah, but it wasn't something she wanted. And so she's like, no, you have to, you have to feel that strongly about it because there is no going back. And I think, you know, her point earlier stands of like, I don't want the resentment of you missing being a vampire just because you like felt like you had to do it to be with me, like, and to prove that she'll still be with him when she's human. You know, I think he needs Mm -hmm. to see that. And also, I do think, like, Elena would happily be with Damon forever while she grows old. Like, him being human is not a non-negotiable. She's happy to live her human life with him as a vampire. Yeah. So we go down to the Salvatore dungeons. Enzo is texting somebody. You don't have service down here, and you don't have any friends. Yeah. (laughs) are you texting? Damon? He's in the middle of something. (laughs) Yeah. Lily says, hello. And Enzo says, oh, look who's awake. And she's like, oh, Slay, I can take this one. She says, this one's too easy, too easy. <laughs> she says, Lorenzo, is that you? And he says, just wanted to make sure you're in good hands. She comes to the door and she says, hey, let me out so we can speak like civilized people. And she does a great little acting moment here where she's like tapping on the window of the cell too, like her little tick. I'm like, oh, acting. she did it. Stefan comes in and says, that's not going to happen. Okay, I'm shutting <laughs> this down. I can take it from here. Stefan's like, no, you are not going to be talking to the soft target. Okay. (laughs) And I don't know how I'm not the soft target, but here I am. (laughs) Yeah. Enzo says she's fragile. She should be around someone she trusts. And Stefan's better than me because I'd say I'm her fucking son. You met her one time. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's not your mother. Right. Enzo. It really seems like you don't know. Yeah. I feel like I have to tell you. Stefan says, I said, I can take it from here. And Enzo says, okay, I'll come visit Lily. This is a family matter now. And she says, I don't give a fuck about my family. <laughs> I don't care. Said, I don't I don't like them. I, I want don't. my other family, my real family. It's like, okay. So Enzo leaves and Stefan comes to the door. So Lily walks away from it. <laughs> she said, not you. <laughs> she said, I like you the least, by the way. Stefan says, you know, earlier you asked me what it'd feel like to have something I cherished for 150 years ripped away from me. You're right, I would be devastated. And she says, it's a little bit late to win me over. He says, no, it's never too late. That's the upside of eternity. You'll be my mother for the next century and the one after that and the one after that. And one day, maybe not soon, but one day, you'll see me as your son. And this is very similar to a conversation he and Damon had, Mm -hmm. which I think is interesting. A lot of growth from Stefan lately. Yeah, look at him kind of eating. Mm-hmm. Only took him six seasons to eat. <laughs> and then Lily comes back to the door. She's like, actually, I do have something to say to you. She says, hey, Stefan, you have no idea what devastation feels like. But you will. Because I'm going to find a way to get my people back. No matter what it takes. First of all, Stefan knows devastation, Queen. Yeah, he's, he's seen it. He's lived it. He drowned in a safe for three months while his brother stole his girlfriend. It was devastation. That's pretty pretty devastating. I do think there is more devastation coming because these bitches are getting out with no help from Lily, and she's pissed. We go over to the 1903 prison world, where we haven't been in a while, so it's like, oh, what's happening here? Kai is cooking, because one thing about Kai, he loves to cook, and it does Mm -hmm. appear that he's cooking like a Thanksgiving dinner, which you clocked, I didn't clock. Yeah, it looks... I mean, it may not actually be a Thanksgiving dinner, but there's like some parsnips, there's some orange. It's a place setting, it's suspicious. And you know what? You gotta love that Kai really came into his own in 1903. Yeah, he figured this out. He's scrappy. Number one, so Kai's cooking. There are important things to note here. Number one, he looks so very hot and sexy. He looks like mm-hmm. he, he packed a little muscle on. Yeah, he he looks like he got strong while he was in here. Yeah, he also has bite marks all over his body. So clearly <laughs> he's letting- you know, his new friends feed on him to gain their strength back. Yeah. Because I'm sure they have much to talk about because they're all siphons and the Gemini Coven hates all of them. So they all hate the Gemini Coven. Yeah, they all got put in the prison world. Kai's like, hey guys, I'm with y'all. He said, listen, I was in another prison world. I got out of it. We'll figure this out. And I got to tell you, this one's worse. I got to tell you, I was (laughs) in the 90s. Well, you guys wouldn't have even known what that was because you went in here in 1903. There's a lot more (laughs) going on. Yeah. Yeah. At least <laughs> it's grocery great stores. <laughs> yeah. Kai goes out to the porch, rings a bell, and says, come and get it. Big breakfast for a big day. All the people walk inside. They look creepy. Yeah, they love to walk in a line and be weird. Like, guys, you're already weird enough. You don't have to lean into it this much. Yeah. Kai says, it's time we get the hell out of this place. And that is the end of the episode. So, first question, will they get out? And what will they do? They will be getting out. Kai, I think, will, you know, I think he will be hunting down a group. I don't think he'll necessarily, like, want to kill them all immediately. Um, I do think the news of Elena being a human, he will mess with a bit. Um, but I think he's mostly going to try to to work with Bonnie, kind of patch things up, but also get a, a touch of revenge. Sure. Although he may, in his empathy bag, be like, no, I, I see why you did that. We'll see. And these other people, they're, they're on the lookout for Lily, I'm sure. And Kai will be like, well, she's probably in this house with her sons. And they're like, she has sons. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, she told us about them. She said they suck. And Kai's like, they do. (laughs) And she was right. And I will say, now, look, I really fumbled guessing the cure was happening this episode. But I did guess they'd get out of the prison world this episode. And that appears to be next episode. So I just mixed them up. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Speaking of the cure, my second question, will Damon take the cure? I think he will, but I think it's going to be a while. So how long? Into season seven at the earliest. Okay. What what do you think is going to be the delay? Just him taking more time to think about it? Elena being tough on him? Yeah, I think him taking more time to think about it, which is largely forced by Elena, um, but I think as well by Stefan. And, you know, they'll have some shit to deal with and it'll be handy to not be a human yeah. for that, honestly. But I do think, you know, it's it's going to happen. It's just, it's a ways to ways out, out. now. Okay, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. As always, if you are enjoying Vampire Diaries and Doppelgangers, please tell your friends and give us five stars, rating and review on Apple and Spotify podcasts, and follow us on Instagram at Doppelgangers Podcast. But that's it for this week. Until next week, goodbye, brother. Goodbye, brother.